Hello everyone and welcome to episode three of Community Connections, the podcast brought to you by the Country University Centre Maclay Valley. This podcast is all about exploring the impact of higher education in our local community, showcasing our talented students and community members and celebrating their contribution to the Maclay. In it, we speak to a range of current and former students about their education journeys and their professional and personal experiences along the way. I'm your host, Ella Dixon, the Centre's Learning Skills Advisor and a local who wants to see my community thrive. This episode is called Success and today we are joined by Cindy Gorman. Cindy is in her final stages of her Bachelor of Nursing degree at the University of Newcastle. Uh, Welcome Cindy. (laughs) Welcome Ella, thank you. Uh, Final stages, did I mean to say fully completed? I'm done. She is fully completed. (laughs) Okay, we're just waiting on the transcripts I suppose. That's excellent. All right, well, we'll talk more about that in a minute. Um, so, Cindy, we tend to think of academic success as good grades and graduation, but surely there is more to it than that. What do you think have been the greatest successes of your university experience? Okay, well, this is a very tricky question, I think, because um, as we've touched on before, that success can be just small things as well. Sometimes just getting through it, actually, in each week was really big deal for me Um, and the success of taking your time to learn like it was amazing the things that I learned along the way I didn't realize I knew I had an interest but I didn't realize how much of an interest that I had in what I was doing and one of the things that I was thinking about in answering this question was the time sometimes it took to learn stuff it didn't just come easy it really didn't come easy and I wasn't embarrassed in the end to say that I don't know, I don't understand that, I'm not sure what's going on here, I don't know how to do that um, and where at the beginning I wouldn't kind of put my hand up, by the end of it I was waving them about and saying I need to know how to do this. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, awesome. So maybe we should give a bit of context because um, we've sort of just, all we've said is Cindy's finished her nursing degree. Do you want to tell us maybe a little bit about how you fell into nursing or what that journey has been like for you? Yeah, sure. Um, At the beginning with nursing, I wanted to just follow through on a dream, I guess, that that was something that I wanted to do from when I was a younger um, woman. And I didn't really think that I had the opportunity to do that. I thought that I'd missed my opportunity. I thought that I had, um, you know, given up something that I maybe really really wanted to do or I didn't have the capabilities to do it and so I went from you know raising the family um, working with my husband business having a property to then going I think we discussed this before like what's next and um, so the decision to go to university um, was an easy to choose what I wanted to do because it was always there it was a matter of getting getting into uni so I hadn't even done year 12 so that was a big deal for me as well, and just um, learning how to go back around and navigate where I needed to, how I would get into university. Do I need to go and do like a bridging course, or do I need to go? And I thought, oh, great, I'll just try this stat exam and see how I go. And yeah, lots of preparation for that, but I gave it a good, good crack. Mm. So the first step was really making that decision and taking that leap that you would. Yes, definitely. Um, and not telling anyone at the beginning. <laughs> Just kind of had a few supportive people say that maybe this is something that I should 
consider doing and um, and then yeah just definitely went yeah I'll take the leap I'll give it a go and then at least that way I wasn't embarrassed if I didn't get didn't you know didn't have to kind of prove myself to anybody mm-hmm. but yeah just a couple of close family members I'd sort of leaked to that I was interested um, and my husband was 100% supportive he's like go for it mm. so we know that uh, for mature age students um, in particular this kind of transition to higher education can be full of obstacles and barriers, especially as a parent, especially living in a rural community. I mean, that's why the Country Universities Network exists to support students living in rural, regional and remote Australia because we don't have the same level of access, whether it's to technology or um, even face-to-face opportunities for learning. Um, So, you know, how do you think that uh, maybe your experience as a mature age student contributed to your overall experience did you think it was different to your um, peers coming straight out of high school oh absolutely 100% yes definitely I remember at the very beginning um, sitting at the front of the class I was so nervous and I didn't know where to sit or what to do but I'd done some prep courses prior just to coming in they the university had offered prep courses and I thought gosh I better scratch up on some skills here so I went and did that straight away and then the first um, couple of weeks sitting in the front of the classroom and not wanting to speak to anybody, just was being that really straighty 180 where I sat right at the front so I could see the board and um, just focus on you know what the tutor was telling me and I was so ready to learn. And hearing the chattiness behind me of the other students and um, I really was struggled between being, you know, mum as well, wanting the kids to tell them to be quiet, like, you know, they were as old as my um, daughter, like, just, you know, stop talking, you shouldn't be talking in class, type of of attitude, to, oh my gosh, I'm not their mum, I'm their peer, Um, and it was a huge transition, it was just something that uh, took me a little bit, just to, I had to calm down a little bit, actually, in the end, and speak to a couple of tutors, and just say, like, I'm really struggling with, you know, I need to focus here, this is not coming easy, Mm -hmm. Um, and... Yeah, but I made it. I think in the end, a lot of those girls are quite good friends of mine now and mm. we keep in contact regularly, which is lovely. Excellent. So it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, like you say, just the content and the trying to learn in a new sort of environment, yeah. but um, also the interpersonal relationships and how to relate to your peers mm. um, that were the same sort of age as your daughter. Yeah, and then there was obviously some other mature students. We, we all connected pretty quickly. Um, and when we're all different ages and stages in our lives as well. And, but it became a really beautiful community of people and really supportive. And I think once we all connected about why we were there and you know, the, often the little subjects came up like, oh, why did you do nursing? And why have you waited this long? And those little nice little um, conversations that you would have while you're having morning tea or something like that, um, kind of build the connection because then you realise, well, we're all here for the same reason. It's kind of like a call to arms, as I can remember saying to one person like we just it's like we don't actually there were so many people mature age students there that decided to do it you know mm-hmm. we were taking it seriously because it took takes a lot to make the decision to begin with mm-hmm. um, you know financially and time-wise and um, just the effort that you have to put in so yeah once we realized that we were all kind of on the same page everybody became really supportive of each other awesome and did you form any kind of like peer groups to study and this sort of thing? Yes, definitely. There was 
there was a past class offered at the beginning, um, which I'd highly recommend to anybody to do, which is like the peer support, um, and it was for hubs and anatomy and physiology, and it was a really difficult subject. And it was a student that was from the previous year that came through to teach us or to support us. And I thought, oh, I'm going to take this opportunity. And that became a really nice bonding group because once you could see that everybody was trying to learn, it's nearly had an hour and a half, I think, on top of the lectures and the tutors that we'd already had all morning. And we had this hour and a half over the lunchtime period to kind of um, get what we could from him. We just, everybody was on the same page in that room. We all needed to learn the content and, you know, get it. So, um, you know, that was a pass-fail kind of subject as well. So we needed to, and, you know, that's the fundamentals of nursing, understanding what was going on in our bodies. And um, I found it really uh, great to have peers. Basically, that's been what got me through in the end. And I made a point before too, it's not always about... Um, having peers, it's becoming a peer, mm. you know, offering your support to others as well. Like there might be something that you don't know or you know that you can see somebody else struggling with and, you know, offer a bit of support. So as much as peers were great for me, I loved being a peer mm. as well. And I mean, that's so important for, a, you know, a career like nursing because you're working with people, you're working in a team, you really yeah. need to know how to communicate, know how to work together. Yes, yeah. And you find your people. Mm. I think that was what's been um, really, I have a beautiful network of friends, you know, prior to going into this degree, but I have a much bigger, mm. beautiful friendships with people and support and um, just even, you know, going back through the feedbacks and, you know, reflecting on experiences and things like that that happen to you while you're out in the field, like while you're learning, um, you know, when you're shaking in your boots and you can feel the sweat dripping down your arms and the tears sting in your eyes that's when you know you've got a friend that you I'm so grateful that I made some of those friends to, at the beginning that I could ring and say oh my god I just nearly lost my poo mm. <laughs> so um and then yeah that's fine and I would receive the phone call sometimes too which was lovely to be able to help yeah sounds incredibly motivating yeah it was really good and yeah I suppose um there would have been difficult times during that long journey. I mean, it's easy at the end of it all to say success and, you know, um, mm. really massive congratulations to you as well. It's such a huge, um, such a huge outcome and, you know, Thanks. really for anyone, but yeah, particularly I think um, as, a, as a mother, as a mature age student, as a, you know, regional Australian, I think you, you know, really deserve that congratulations yeah thank you I'm thrilled I'm so thrilled I didn't realize that I would be so excited at the end and I have another good friend that I'd met through to the degree she was a year above me and she only visited me a few months ago come out to see me maybe not even a few months a month maybe and she just grabbed me on the shoulders and she said hang in there you haven't got long now and you're gonna you'll be completely fine next year um, and I think I was probably blubbering at that point that I didn't want to do it you know I was sick of all the assessments so you know in front of me was still five weeks to go to in Coffs Harbour away from my family um, and she just gave me that really like that last bit of support that I needed to be honest like you can get through this mm. and there was definitely moments where you kind of I had a building resilience so I would think, if I got through that, I can get through this. Mm. And I kept kind of building on that. And I remember one of the first placements that I went to, it was cancelled because of COVID. And 
or sorry, got cancelled because of COVID. And it was that anxiety of not knowing where I was going, where they were going to send me or when I was going to go and trying to arrange my family and trying to arrange things that I needed to do at home and the business. And, and then I got offered, um, you know, the next placement. And it was, you know, out of the time frame that had already been allocated and you just had to become really flexible and go, okay, yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. And I went to Tari and, and that was a, quite an interesting placement because I just was thinking, what am I doing the whole time? Like, why am I choosing to do this? This is incredibly hard and you're, you've been thrown on the floor and you've learned all these skills of, um, you know, these theories and, you know, pathophysiology and what was going on in people's bodies. And then you're actually seeing it thinking, holy crap, do I know what I'm doing here? And, um, I knew I was always good with people. I knew that I could kind of talk my way out of anything or <laughs> just smile and nod. But um, it was then like starting to build on those foundations of like critical thinking and you know looking at the big picture of what was going on and and being able to support people and you know being able to then you know feedback with um, reflect on what was going on with the other students as well. And yeah, I got through that first one and then the next placement I moved I went to Newcastle and I think I remember thinking the whole time there as well if I got through the last one I can get through this Mm. so I just kept that compounding resilience going the whole way through and I had to often remind myself what that was but I made it yeah just the last placement the last five weeks was incredibly difficult Mm. I thought in the second week that's it I'm done Mm. I'm burnt out I just can't do this anymore and then I was staying with another student up there and, um, and yeah, we just somehow got got our way through it and, you know, it's, it wasn't always welcoming. Mm. Nurses aren't always welcoming and that's one thing that I'd like to change. Mm. Yeah, not because, um, you know, there was this narrative that went on that nurses eat their young and um, it was a very, um, sometimes you could see it. You could see that how they went very welcoming into help um, and you had to then you know stay authentic and stay you know always even when people were rude to you just keep smiling at them and just you know eventually you killed them with kindness because they were thinking well oh she's all right and um, a couple of times when I'd walk on the ward and I wouldn't be allocated to somebody which was meant to something that um, like allocated to a mentor or um, preceptor for the day and then thinking, oh crap! Like, who who am I gonna who who's making eye contact with me? Like, who can I go and ask? Who wants a student today? And that was really difficult. But I can just remember saying I had this little story that I'd say I'm really handy. <laughs> I'm really handy. I can really get. I'm really good at getting stuff done. So, do you want my help today? And I'd sort of flip it around. So then they, you know, then they were showing me stuff and being really open to teaching me things without even realizing a lot of the time, which was good. But that was hard. And I think that helped being mature Mm. I don't think as younger students which I've seen come through as well that I was supporting them thinking that would have been awful for them to be dealing with that and I've seen plenty of tears with them saying well I don't they're so mean you know these women are awful to me and but I think that's changing Mm. I think there's a new generation coming through and it is incredibly stressful job and you need your support of your peers whether it be actually as a nurse or as a student or whatever yeah wow so you're drawing on a lot of personal resourcefulness and resilience um, and backing it up with your knowledge of as you say critical thinking skills problem solving skills bigger picture context understanding and you've got to dig really deep Mm. I felt like sometimes um, it was very 
visceral. Mm-hmm. I'd be sh- crying mm-hmm. before I walked in, <laughs> which sounds really immature to be honest, but they were, I was really vulnerable. Mm. You know, I felt really vulnerable. And, um, but then just to kind of get it together and get through the day, I'd be thinking, wow, I did it. And that was just on placement. That's not talking about doing assessments or anything. Mm. But yeah, those success, I think the success is those, those moments mm. when you come to the other side of the day or the end of that week and, and go, oh, I made it. And not only that, you transformed that into that positive caring attitude towards your peers and your future colleagues because you've also been doing some mentorship or maybe you fell into that uh, incidentally. Can you tell us a bit about that experience? Um, well, I just think it just came really naturally to just help. Um, I could see maybe, and it's a fine line too, you don't want to jump in and say, oh, I can help you. You know, you need to wait for that person to kind of um, maybe come to you a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been... And you learn so much about yourself. I think you hear that said a lot through life. Oh, you learn so much about yourself or you grow and, you, you know, develop. But if you're not doing that, if you're not learning, um, you're not growing and you're not getting better and you're not contributing. And so, yeah, it was just good to be able to give back. And how do you see yourself taking that forward? I mean, uh, another thing would be great to share with the audience is that uh, Cindy's also just got herself a brand new job straight off the bat, yeah. uh, nice and local. So maybe tell us a bit about that job and you know if you envision yourself being able to implement this kinds of uh, you know interpersonal relationships in that environment. Sure, um, step by step. Mm. I think you don't want to bite, you don't want to chew it all off at once, mm. and you have to be really humble. You mm. know, you have to go in there and learn from the ground up. I may have just finished a three-year degree and may have just been able to, you know, have all these amazing experiences, but I'm going back from scratch to start next year and that scares the heck out of me as well. But um, I'm not the first one and I won't be the last person to come through doing that. So um, I will kind of just um, have a little funny saying with one of my girlfriends. I always say, like, just smile and nod. Mm -hmm. Like, and I will. I'm sure I'll be just smiling and nodding for the first 12 months Mm -hmm. and try and take in as much as I can and learn but yeah definitely in an environment that I didn't think that I would get Mm. I kind of came in with the the start of the degree thinking I'll just head back to working in primary health um, considering that I'm older as well like that would be quite cruisy just to go back and work you know back to a GP centre and working well not just back but you know working in a GP centre and I'll be able to have some time with patients there and um, I can't see ever see myself working on a ward I think I can remember saying that freaking degree but um but you need to do that you need the fundamentals you need the clinical skills and now I need to develop those skills and I'm only going to get that doing it hands-on incredible and Cindy you're a scholar yeah so tell us about that um it wasn't initially I can tell you that the very first assessment that I handed in wasn't too bad actually it was the second one I think I the feedback I got from my tutor was this is just a bunch of bullet points, and I was like, oh crap! And I remember thinking, oh, I really didn't put much effort into that. So there are plenty of resources to use. Particularly, um, I was starting to realise then that oh, I really need to step up my game. Um, so yeah, I would send off. I would send off my work to check, get checked, and then I'd get the feedback on that. 
studiosity and things like mm. that um, and getting other people like peers and to look at it or not peers sorry um, mentors to look at it and then I would take the feedback on it was easy for me to take that on I'd say oh yeah that doesn't make sense my oldest daughter was hilarious she would read stuff over my shoulder and then just go that doesn't make any sense at all um, so she was a really good support and then once I, I then in the end I wasn't really asking for that much help because I kind of worked it all out um, so yeah, that was just end up getting um, getting in a scholar program, and to be honest, I had to Google what a scholar was. <laughs> so what is it? Um, so basically, it's just being in the top um, um, part of the uh, top sort of students. Mm. That's phenomenal. Mm. Um, and there was a few of them. I wasn't alone. Yeah. So you, you had to have a bit of a sense of humour, I suppose, with your daughter's comments, take it oh, yeah. take it lightly. Mm-hmm. And also, I guess, like you said, that humility or that ability to take on board the feedback without feeling defeated seems like pretty crucial in your success. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Seeing that, I would, there was a lot of noises sometimes that would come out of me like, oh, like, oh, it's, no, I thought that was pretty good, you know, and I would have that mm. then. Okay, well, you'd have to strip it back a little bit and think, okay, well, it's nothing personal. I really need to kind of maybe learn from this. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was lots of funny moments. Um, I drove a lot of people mad, I'm sure. Hmm. Yeah, so there's, I guess it's a very long journey between beginning a degree and ending it. And, you know, we might reflect that success in grades and in graduation, as we say. But mm. what stands behind that? I, I think a lot of people think... Either you, you know, you're a HD student, you know, high distinction student, or, or you'll never get there. But there is a resilience, and there is, you know, a, a continual effort to and development and development. Yeah, yeah. and you're not always going to get the marks at the beginning. It was more, um, I think, towards that middle section, like the second year, particularly we had COVID that we were dealing with as well, so we transitioned from face to face learning to online. Thankfully, the centre opened in that sort of that time for me so that I could come in into here and get some space because I, so it was accessing the resources and um, having the time and being diligent, I think, and um, staying continually, you know, if you're given a lot of prep work to do, this was the key for me. I could never understand when I went to class that people wouldn't do the prep work before we had the tutorial. I think, why, what? How do you even know what we're talking about? Because this took me ages to um, to get this concept, but you'd have to keep that, those thoughts to yourself. You mm. weren't saying that out loud. And so, you know, having a space like even here to be able to come and spend six hours or, you know, c- consecutive days doing the prep work to before I even went to a class was pretty important because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Absolutely. So there is also a lot of hard work, a lot of preparation. A lot of hard work, yeah. A lot of time management. I, and I even accessed, which I would wholeheartedly encourage people to do, was the university counsellors. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even about how I was feeling or emotionally how I was getting on or you know how stressed or anxious I was feeling. It was the time management skills that she gave me. And I thought I'd had that already pretty wrapped up within a business and having children and mm-hmm. you know, it was pretty organised, I felt. But I didn't realise how mm-hmm. just the little things that we tweaked the hour when I was travelling to university um, over to Port Macquarie that I would use um, listening to a podcast or listening listening to something that would help develop a little bit more, um, you know, 
context for me. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, I think yeah, that's some very valuable listener, uh, sorry, messages for anybody listening, and I'm really grateful that you've shared your story with us. Mm-hmm. Cindy, I just want to uh, open up to you now, just in closing. Do you have any message or anything you would like to share with the audience here today? Yes. <laughs> I could keep talking, but um, the really core um, points, I think, is that, if, honestly, if I can do it, anyone can. I came up with so many um, barriers, I guess, would be... There were so many reasons why I could say, no, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. It's too hard. Um, You know, it's not for me. What what was I thinking? And I never gave in to that in the end, though. I think that was really crucial. Like, even though I'd have those thoughts, I'd kind of let them come along, you know, and not beat yourself up. And if you do not, you know, if you don't get the marks that you need for a certain certain um you know there's not just one assessment per subject there's quite a few so you didn't do so well in one go hard for the next one you know and see how you go and yeah you win some you lose some I think that's a really good definitely a good statement so it didn't always come easy um and just yeah don't don't believe your demons sometimes when you're telling yourself that you can't do something you know change the narrative and say yep I can do this Wonderful. Well, I think they're all, again, like I say, lifelong lessons and um, we're going to need all of that resourcefulness and resilience for anything that's going to hit us. You know, we've been through bushfires and floods and COVID and we don't know what the future will bring. That was awful. And all of them are awful. They They are. They're still awful. They're still awful. They're still, we're still recovering. Our property is still recovering from what we went through out there. So, you know, in my spare time, I, you know, I still going picking up sticks and crap in the paddocks and, um, but yeah, you just yeah make time and make time for yourself. There was one other point that I, and I didn't do, which I wish I had spent more time, was looking after myself. Mm. You know, I didn't really spend a lot of time, you know, walking or you know doing reconnecting with nature and doing all the things that I needed. I knew I should be doing, but I just didn't make the time. So make those times mm. crucial as well. Beautiful. That's a perfect point. I think to end on. Uh, Thank you so much, Cindy. You're welcome. And many congratulations again. Thank you.